0: Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had an awesome weekend, and thanks so much for kicking off another week with us here on the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, we head down to just south of Atlanta, Georgia, with Lester Phillip to talk about his amazing story of joining DVC after having a great trip down to Riverside on his honeymoon. It's a great conversation of how that whole story of joining DVC unfolded for he and his wife. And then we talk about how they bought into the Riviera, their first stay in a tower studio over at the Riv. We have a common love for the croak madame over at Primo Piatto, so we bond over that. We talk about the awesome view of the fireworks, the amenities that they enjoyed over at the Riv. We also talked about how fun they had, uh, the fun that they had at the Moonlight Magic event at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, His first time seeing Fantasmic, his experience with Tron. Going over to Typhoon Lagoon and spending some time getting beat up over in the wave pool. If you've ever been in that wave pool, you know what we're talking about. Also, some quick dining reviews from Cape May Cafe, Storybook Dining over at Artist Point, and Rose and Crown. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs for no additional cost to you. We're standing by to help you plan a magical vacation right now over at the Magic for Less. Dot .com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click supports everything we do over at BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon and you can support our shows over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. just $5 a month for all the podcasts we put out and you get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Again, it's over at Patreon.com slash podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You
0: found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2328 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend, and we are so glad that you are back here safe and sound to kick off another great week. And let's make a pledge. Let's all get together and say this is going to be a great week, and let's go one step further. Make today's day awesome for somebody around you, somebody in your family, maybe a co-worker, maybe just somebody that you see in the drive through line at McDonald's. Hook them up. Let's do it today. Make somebody's day awesome, and maybe that'll come back 10 times to you later on this week. We can all do that. That'd be pretty cool as a podcast community. So let's uh, see if we can make that happen today. And let's let's get it going today as we do here with a fun trip report. Going to have a good time heading down just south of Atlanta, where they have a baseball team slightly better than the one in my area this year. Hurts me to say that because (laughs) some years it's the other way around. This year, not so much. We're gonna be talking with my good friend Philip. Philip, how you doing today? Happy Monday.
1: Happy Monday-ish. <laughs> yeah, ish.
0: You know, it's it's all it's all mirage here. Everybody knows that it's actually Wednesday
1: night, but hey, it's That's Monday
0: right. as you're listening. So how, how's it going? Um, I mean, hot Lanta, right? It's hot everywhere. Oh man,
1: doing wonderful, but yes, hot, sweaty. It's hot always is this
0: time of year. So I'm excited because we got a lot to talk about man a lot of first time experiences a lot of discussions I want to have just about your fandom with Disney but one thing I want to talk about is you are actually friends with a famous podcaster's significant other which I think is pretty cool and that would yes. be uh the famous Ricky Niblett um you're friends with Brian her husband so uh that yes. that's pretty neat so you, you you're you you work in the same industry correct
1: we do, yes. We both work uh, for Hyatt here in Atlanta. Super awesome fellow. Once we both found out we were Disney fans, like it just took off. We talk about Disney almost every day because <laughs> um, we both never get tired of it. It's just a joy. It's something we love. Um, and I really do feel like the community for Disney, for people who really love Disney, um, it's so fun to meet those type of people and find out, you know, why do you like Disney? What brings you to them? time and time again year after year um so yeah it's been it's been a fun ride with brian
0: i do gotta say i mean we we talk about brian and passing here and there in the show but brian is one of the nicest guys i've truly ever met in my life always has a positive attitude always oh, man, picking yeah. me up and he's he's one of the like undercover funniest guys i've ever met just like <laughs> He's just got a—he's got a like a sense of humor that's just like it, it, you know. It's not like out like blatantly out there, but he just cracks right. me up every time I'm around him.
1: It, right? Yeah, because you listen to it, and all of a sudden, once your mind clicks, you're like, "Oh, that's." <laughs> it kind of hits you in a way. You're like, "Oh man, that's that's hysterical."
0: <laughs> it is. It is. So I'm telling you, when you get to meet Brian, he's he's a great guy. So I just want to put that out there. All right. So and new dad too. Awesome. So that's really good. I'm sure he's not sleeping much right now. So. Hang right. in there. Hang in there. As uh, Darius Rucker says in that one song, it won't be like this for long. I'm just telling you. And don't listen to that song, Brian. It'll tear you up. It still That's tears right. me up, and my youngest is 15. I'm like, God, he speaks the truth, man. <laughs> they grow up fast. Okay, right. so anyway, <laughs> let, let's talk about your uh, your Disney history because we kind of talked about this before we hit the record button, and I just like, oh, God, we got to stop because this is good stuff for the <laughs> show because you were hitting so many points because of your circumstance. But before we even get into that, how did this all start for you? Like, did you grow up kind of a Disney channel person or did you go to Disney as a kid? Like, how did this all get going for you?
1: So I did grow up as a Disney channel kid. Um, I, you know, I never went as a kid though. I grew up in a pretty, um, the home I grew up in, you know, my parents didn't make a lot of money, but they did a lot, you know, to make sure my brother and I were taken care of. Uh, I didn't go to Disney until I was, I think I was 21 was the first time i went and i went with just a group of friends thinking oh yeah it'll be something fun but there was just something about that place it's like once you get to the ferry boat in magic kingdom and when you first kind of get that little glimpse of the castle like it just sends (laughs) getting chills talking about it it literally just sends chills you're like oh wow how cool but once you actually go across uh the lake And you walk in the first time, and then you don't see the castle anymore because you see the big train station. And you walk underneath, and I didn't know it was designed this way until years later. Obviously, after doing a lot of research on Disney, you walk in, you still don't see the castle. You see this beautiful, like, times past downtown area, and I didn't know what it was called at the time. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is really neat, you know? It smells like popcorn and... A lot of smiling faces. And when you turn that corner and see the castle, it's just like instant goosebumps. And you re- it just feels like magic. I mean, that's literally the best way to describe it. I know it sounds extremely cliche, but it really feels that way. And, and that grew my passion for it. And I went at least once a year for the next three years, then following at least twice, and then following at least three. Now I'm up to four to six times a year at this point. We always go. Um, and then my... My wife that I met, she got to grow up going to Disney. So now I have someone that we can enjoy going together, which is great.
0: Oh, that's a good story. I, I love the way you described that though, because I was in kind of a similar circumstance where I only went for a half a day to the Magic Kingdom in fifth grade. That was it. And I didn't go back till I was about the same age. Mm-hmm. And I think that we all kind of discover Walt Disney World in that same fashion, right? We, we might be, I was mesmerized with like the logistics of the place the first time I went. Oh, I was man. like, yeah. the road signs here are like, they're, they're purple. Like they're, I mean, they used to be, you know, now they're kind of blue. But, yeah. they, you know, everything was like manicured. The, the islands between the roads, everything looks so neat. The buses were all uniform and clean Ooh. and... Everything just looked like a utopian city. And I love the logistics of the place. But like you mentioned, how you even arrive at the Magic Kingdom, you didn't know that it was basically unfolding like a movie with like preview posters as you go under the train station. But I like that there's there's layers and you learn that that theory and that history as you go maybe trip three or trip five, and there's like a Mm -hmm. different layer you peel from the onion is you get into the fandom. But the first time you just got goosebumps, you thought, hey, this is awesome. Like it smells like popcorn. You know, you didn't like make the connection. This is kind of like the lobby of the movie theater. I'm getting ready to see the feature film here as I go around the corner. But later on, you'll see that, you know, but it's not for the very first time. The first time it's just the, the experience. And I think that's why we can do Disney podcasts. We can have, you know, all these books and have a fandom to experience it. And that's it's real rich. And one of the things you mentioned too, before we dive into one other thing I want to ask you about was your wife got to go so many times, but you say at this point you think maybe you're the bigger Disney fan in the relationship than your wife. And I think that's common. I mean, but how do you guys kind of feed off each other?
1: Um, so generally it'll just kind of be the whole conversation. We'll be talking about whatever. Then we'll talk about, Oh yeah, our next trip to Disney is going to be like, we have one coming up in September. Um, but it turned into, like, okay, well, we know we're going this time. We don't want to wait. What are we thinking? Okay, well, we have a three-day week <laughs> holiday weekend coming up. Let's just go. Let's go. <laughs> and um, we kind of just, like, feed off of each other's energy that way. We're like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Um, it's easy kind of for people like us, though. We don't have any children. Um, so just we're big Disney adults, and... We like to have fun, um, and one one of us has that inkling to go. We're like, okay, when when can we just squeeze one in? Let's go.
0: And you said you're within, you know, five hour drive, so yes. that makes it accessible. On um, you know, you don't have to like go to Southwest and try to find a flight and all the logistics of that. Right. I mean, it's right down seventy five. I'd imagine, and you're pretty pretty much right. there. And yeah.
1: what's nice for us is like I'm I'm an early waker anyway because I generally at work by six in the morning. So I'll wake up at 4 and I'll take a quick shower and I'm like, okay, honey, uh, everything's packed. Just go ahead and get in the (laughs) car, go back to sleep. Let's start driving. And by the time we get there, there's, I mean, the traffic starts by the time we hit the turnpike. So (laughs) it's a a nice way to kind of just leave and have a long vacation. I mean, but for a long weekend, rather, I've
0: spent five hours just getting around Atlanta, by the way, just when I, man, used to, you're not kidding. Yeah. When I used to, when I used to drive from St. Louis to Walt Disney world, it was five hours just like seeing the varsity there, you know, about where the torch was in <laughs> Georgia tech. Like, I was like, good oh. Lord, I've never seen traffic like Atlanta. I mean, this is oh, like, no. and sometimes it was like, you know, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I'm like, what are all these people doing up? <laughs> <laughs> like, They're Atlanta, still left over. <laughs> know, does Atlanta ever go to bed? <laughs> Come on <man. laughs> You know, the Beck and St. Louis, that, everybody's yeah, in bed. that
1: gridlock is is something serious. People who have never experienced it have no idea.
0: Yeah, now I fly, so just whatever, I just go right over the top of that stuff and it's all good. Okay, one other thing I want to talk about for we because we got a couple of trips I would really dive into. We mm-hmm. had this quick conversation because then this relates to Ricky, and I get where Ricky's coming from, but it kind of kills me in the same way. And you work in the hotel industry with Brian, yeah, and so when Ricky goes to Walt Disney World, I'm going to call her out here. Many, many times when she goes down, now her parents live just north of Walt Disney World. They live in the villages because they've retired to Florida. And so a lot of times she'll stay with them and, you know, have her trip there. But also many times when she would go down to Walt Disney World, since Brian works for the Hyatt, they would always get free hotels. They would stay at You know any Hyatt property around Walt Disney World? They sometimes stay at the uh, Hyatt MCO. Sometimes they stay, you know, other ones, and it was free because Brian, you know, had that opportunity. So I get that. Like I'm the cheapest guy in the world. I've said that on the show. Everybody knows that about me. It's hard. I I have a hard time. I I just argued with the cable company yesterday to get my cable bill lowered. You know, yes, we're that guy. But the thing (laughs) is, (laughs) we got dude. They give it to you. All you got to do is call them for 15 minutes. He can save 40. That's right. Um, But. When you do that, you are kind of sacrificing that that Walt Disney World all-inclusive inside the bubble vacation where you don't get that, I'm going back to Pop Century at night on the Skyliner, I'm riding the bus back to All-Star Sports, or I'm going back to Riverside, or I'm going back to French Quarter and having a beignet before bed, because you're in the hotel industry and you probably get some of those yep. perks. So you were having that discussion. Where do you fall on that?
1: so generally if we're doing like a quick weekend i'll try and find the free rooms like if i know in advance generally we'll go for my birthday which happens to be in december um so i'll just book kind of a long way out to do a little bit longer weekend and i'll use my comp nights but if i'm going for a week uh or at least five nights i want to be on disney property there's something about being in that bubble Of the Disney properties that you I personally feel you just don't get at other hotels like yeah you're excited you're there you know regardless of what hotel you're at but there's something about checking into a Disney hotel and talking with the cast members because I I swear I feel like they they have the best customer service hands down that's why I keep going back and you get all excited again they're all smiles you know if if anything happens which I'm the most uncomplaining person if something happens but if something does happen they will do anything within their power to help you and of course you can get that at the parks but if something happens at the hotel they're like let's get that taken care of right away for you Um, you get the same disney experience you get at the parks at the hotels Mm -hmm. Um, but then like you just said being able to take the buses or the skyliner um, or whatever it may be it it just kind of really puts you into that Disney bubble and your whole vacation feels like it's more taken care of versus just having to drive to the parks and park at the parks and, mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah, the, so tra- on. The transportation is definitely a part of the Disney experience for me. It mm-hmm. always has been. Even when I used to drive from St. Louis, we'd park the car and we would not get back in it. I know a lot of people rent cars. Uh, Pam Forrester are one of our co-hosts here. She always rents a car. Scott or one of our co-hosts, he always rents a car. Mm-hmm. I avoid it. You know, I just, that's just one of the things like I live, I live in suburbia, you know, in my real life. So I'm always, you know, when I got to go get something to eat, I jump in, I drive everywhere. I drive my Jeep everywhere. And so vacation to me means, and I know this is kind of backwards for people that live in places like New York city, right? Like getting on a bus is novel to me and I don't mind it. You know, like if I'm at Cornell Springs, I can ride a bus to the parks. It does not bother me where I guess if you are forced to ride a subway here and there and everywhere and you never, you know, have a car because you don't own one, you're in a big city, it's probably just what you, it's kind of the novelty of what your life doesn't give you. So that's right. kind of how I th- you know that's why I think it's well, that, fun to be on. Saturday.
1: That's how I am. I just wrote, drove five hours to get here, so I'm gonna let somebody else. Yeah, drive exactly. Me. <laughs> right, right.
0: I mean, it's like, dude, I'm done driving. Like, yeah, Disney, take take me away. Like the old Calgon ad. Show my age again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm so old. I'm the oldest guy podcasting about Disney for real. I, I might be older than Lou Mangiello. Okay, so <laughs> a couple of the points I want to hit that you gave me. Um, you mentioned you guys took a trip to Port Orleans Riverside last September. But it says yes. Purchasing DVC. Yes. So Welcome Home happened at some point. So uh, tell, tell us about how you bought into DVC. Because, I mean, that is buying into the Disney fandom at yeah. the highest level. So what what were your thoughts there and how did it happen?
1: So when we first got married, we obviously honeymooned to Disney. And uh, we did stay on property. And we, we just love, again, we love staying on property. It just really makes that vacation experience so much more disney and after that first day we decided you know what we knew about dvc but i'm the first person to say if you want to look into something like that really dig deep don't just be like let's go buy it we love it let's Mm -hmm. do this i i think that's not the best idea i think you need to come up with a plan so we started researching it researching um about how the points work um you know, researching the cost to a value because we're, we're all about, okay, like we always go here um, multiple times a year. How will this create value for us? Um, then we just started saving. We're like, we're going to do it. Let's start saving. And then um, this will be the sad part of my story. So last year we were planning a family vacation. All of us, my mom, dad, my brother, his wife, his four girls, my wife, and I were all going to go on a family vacation and then my dad had passed away in march mm. and it took a couple months we didn't know if we were going to go or not but my mom was finally like you know what let's go your dad wouldn't have wanted us to go so we went we had a great time and my mom was like this place is so cool she's like and they have like a well first she said she had t- they have a timeshare with disney or something i'm like well they have a dvc i said it's kind of the same but not really mm-hmm. um she's like what well, do you think uh, they would have openings to go look Said, yeah, Yeah, that's one (laughs) thing 24/7 almost, yeah. They'll they'll take
0: you, you'll get a scoop of ice cream with that, too,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, so, um, we went over to the Riviera Resort, which that's the resort my wife and I were looking at because we we fell in love with the idea of it being all in one, there's just one building, you don't have to walk all over creation to get to places. Um, so we went over there and uh, we met the guy's name is Garrett Ford one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life and i think the biggest thing i like about disney's you know the disney vacation club itself is this is an absolutely no pressure sale Um, they almost could care less if you buy it or not they're gonna let you know everything about it Um, they don't hide anything from you and then they're not pressuring you okay sign here or do i need to get my manager if anybody on the show has ever been through one of those i did it once they're like man they're gonna give us a hundred dollar gift card each let's do it never again (laughs) it was not worth the hundred dollar gift card
0: (laughs) Um, i've seen the good luck charlie episode on disney channel so yeah not doing that
1: (laughs) right right (laughs) so um we were actually staying at port orleans at the time and after the guy talked with the family and everything we just asked them, hey, can we connect tomorrow? Um, we would just want to ask a few more questions. I didn't think we were going to be buying it, to be honest with you. And we went and met with them the next day, talked about what we were looking at, um, and crunched some numbers. And we're, we decided, hey, let's do it. Because, I mean, we've been saving for a while, and we just put a little over half down. And we ended up getting 200 points for the Riviera Club. And um, it was... Again, like the best experience I never, you ever have like a big purchase and you kind of have that remorse. Like, every time, next day. Every,
0: I remember when I bought my oh, Jeep, man. like it was my first, <laughs> new, it's my only new car I've ever bought in my life. I bought one for my wife and we bought a Trailblazer years ago and that was the first time. Uh-huh. then I bought myself a Jeep and you know, none, no options. It didn't even have power windows, had nothing. <laughs> standard you know rims everything but man i had remorse forever like i didn't need to buy a new car should have bought a used one you know i was like 45 (laughs) i'm like i've had a full-time job for 15 years and i still everything i buy like that i get buyer you don't have to tell me about buyer's remorse it's every time you know i'm a good midwesterner we get that stuff (laughs) well the next the next day she
1: you know my wife looks at me she's like hey uh you feel any remorse? I said, Absolutely not. She's like, Yeah, me either. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and I gave it like a week later and I was asked her the same thing because I still didn't. I'm like, Do you have any buyer's remorse on this? She's like, No. I'm like, Okay, good. Then we did the right thing because we knew this is should... what we're gonna be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it should be. That's good. Yes, yeah. And they, you know, they had a lot of incentives at the time too. And because we happened to be staying at Port Orleans at the time, um, I think it's like a pay forward like discount on top of the discounts. And I was like, Well, yeah, let's 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 do it. Um, But again, of course, I I made sure uh, I can mention his name, but he didn't mind at all. Uh, I would recommend if anybody was deciding Garrett for was he was seriously the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. And every time we go there, whether we're actually a quick weekend and I'm just staying at Hyatt or if we're actually staying on property, uh, we always let him know. And he always makes time to meet us and say hello and see how things are going. Um, and he's so personal too. Like when we had tornadoes come through here in January, he called me to see if we were okay.
0: That's cool. Cause that's he knew really we cool. lived in
1: this area. So he's extremely personable. That's uh,
0: that that's going above and beyond.
1: That's super cool yeah. to hear. Cause
0: that's something <laughs> you wouldn't expect. Okay. So right. now I want to dive into the RIV cause that's why I called the RIV. I think, yeah. And my daughter always wants to stay there cause she's 15 oh, and man. thinks I made of money cause I'm not DVC. Um, <laughs> she kills me. You know, she, it's she so also, expensive uh, yes, it is, but she doesn't care. You know, she's 15. She doesn't care. She thinks, you know, yeah. when she's turns 16, she's getting a four door Jeep. Like I just told you, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe when I bought myself a two door Wrangler with no options, like, you know, 2012, like she thinks she's getting a new, she's not Are you kidding me. <laughs> I had a $500 MGB when I was 16 that hardly ran that my grandpa and I worked on for five years to get running in the garage when I was 10. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you will get something like that um okay so so let's talk about this so you bought into the rib it looks like your first day there was in may by the way yes. i love primo piatto. the uh oh, the man. madame Croque that sandwich oh my god! i get that every oh. time it is so
1: it, my wife gets the burger and i get the Croque madame because it just tastes so stinking good
0: I'd have one of those every day of my life if I wouldn't be dead within three days.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Those things are so good. That's like the best part about Disney, though. You give yourself like a chance to eat things that you just don't on the regular. Yes. So, yeah, that happens to be <laughs> one of those sandwiches. Oh,
0: yes, that's one of my top three things at Walt Disney World. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're on the same wavelength here. Okay, but let me ask you about this. So you go there the first time, you get your welcome yeah. home. I mean, again, you mentioned Goosebumps first. Time going to Magic Kingdom. I'd imagine this was kind of a landmark arrival as well, right? It,
1: yeah. Oh, man, it felt unreal. Even as we were pulling up there, it felt so unreal. I was like, oh, my gosh, are we really about to stay here right now? Uh, even to the point of when we got in the room i'm like are we really staying here Uh, it literally took a minute like just to kind of sink in uh this is what we've we've paid for this is what you know our dream was as a family for our vacations going forward um it was just it was so surreal but yeah the the from the check-in experience um the guy uh the bell guy was like, "Hey, do you need help bringing luggage to your room?" You know, I'm like, "Oh, you do that? You're You're no <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> that's, oh, that's nice. <laughs> like, this is the reason I always bring cash to Disney so I could tip everybody. Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and and just from that experience alone, I'm like, no way, I don't even have to carry my stuff to my room. This is great. Um, but we did stay. I was apprehensive about the stay. We stayed in the tower suite. Um, and I want to ask w- I want to ask you about that because that's such yep. a
0: unique room, you know. Oh, yeah. There's there's nothing else like that on property at any other hotel because yeah. it only sleeps two, right? I mean, it's right. It's so what what did you think of that? Because I mean, you okay? I mean, you could, that's where you can obviously maximize your points. That's probably a reason of yes. staying in that. But I mean, it, I'm also super curious about it because. To me, it almost seems like like I'm kind of curious about like what it'd be like to spend a weekend like in a tiny home or something, you know, just because it's like (laughs) because of like efficiencies and I it's kind of like a like an inside stateroom on a on a cruise ship or something.
1: Right, right, and that's what I was thinking. So I'm the more I like to be a little more reserved too. And my wife was so gung ho about this room. I'm like, Are you sure you don't want just a normal studio at least something? (laughs) She's like, No, I want to stay in this room, which. It really points wise, it's, I think it was 83 points for a Saturday to Saturday. So it was really economical. Um, And the reason, well, I guess one nice thing I should say. So since we bought our points in September, um, they were running a special that roll it to basically like you bought them in March. So we were able to just go ahead and roll them over because we knew we weren't going to be staying on Disney property. So we started our first year with 400 points. Nice. And we literally, our first stay was seven nights. Our next day stay is eight nights. And it's only like 201 points. So we're rolling over another 199. So it's kind of cool how that works. Um, But when we got in the room, uh, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, man, we're going to have clothes all over the place. This place is so tiny. Um, but what was so cool is, and let me tell you how gung-ho my wife was. She was so excited about this first trip and the first welcome home. I was really excited, but she wanted pictures galore. I am not kidding when I tell you we probably each had 18 to 19 outfits for a seven night stay. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Cause she wanted pictures. There is so much storage in that room. I did not have. Sorry, (laughs) I hear my dog. That's all right, Um, I have one (laughs) too. There was so much storage in that room that we did not have one piece of clothing you could see. All the shoes were put up. Um, I was actually kind of floored because I'm the type of person when I travel, I want to pull everything out of my suitcase. I don't want to live in it. Um, So I put everything up. I put all her clothes up, all my clothes up, all our shoes up. Nothing was left in our luggage and there was nothing on the floors, nothing to be seen. Hmm. I was actually brilliantly surprised how much storage they're able to pack into that little room.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. And I think they've really learned a lot from cruise line. They've kind of gone back and forth. Yeah. I think they, you know, took a lot from cruise line, moved it over to the resorts, then kind of took that at the resort, a few resorts and pushed it back out to the cruise ships. They go back and forth, but that, I mean, cause they have spaces that are premium on the ships and in those tower studios. So Absolutely. I think that's going to be great advice for folks that are considering those very, cause there's not a lot of those rooms. But if you can no. get them, either because remember, I didn't know this for years and years. You know, we're talking DVC here, but you can still book even if you're not DVC. You can book these tar Studios using cash. I mean, you can book any DVC room cash. Right? Uh, DVC people just get a little heads a little head start on them sometimes with the bookings. But uh, you know, I used to think, oh, I will. You know, Okie West only DVC people. No, that's my favorite place to stay. I love that place. Uh, you know, you yeah. book their cash, you know, Riviera or whatever. So just heads up for everybody. Um, I just want to make sure we get, cause there's a lot I want to talk about. So you had a good view of the fireworks you put in the notes over at the RIV too.
1: Yes. Yes, we did. So, um, literally from the balcony, um, our first night there, we got done eating dinner and we went to the balcony and we we're just looking out thinking, oh, it's so pretty. I didn't even look at the time. And all of a sudden we saw a firework shoot. I'm like, oh shoot. What time is it? And uh, we watched the whole show from over at Epcot, just from our balcony view. And it was, it was just that added to the experience of being able to check in on day one, uh, to just being so excited about what we have done and what we have purchased. But yeah, the, the balcony view with the fireworks was great.
0: And you also mentioned, you know, some of the other amenities of the Riviera, like being on the Skyliner, the two awesome pools that you have there, Bar Riva. So you know you guys really took a advantage of those amenities because again deluxe hotel and just a gr- i mean you are in just pr- a prime location there i mean just parked right there in the middle of the action
1: right and that's one thing that was super nice was you got straight into epcot in the morning through the skyliner and the nice thing about the the park opening a half hour early is you're right there at remy's right <laughs> too mm-hmm. so you don't have to deal with the the long lines for that ride you can just hop on get over oh we're in a half hour early no rush we'll just walk over to that ride and you're on within five minutes
0: yeah no kidding because <laughs> <It's just, laughs> the, the skyliner is so efficient and yeah. you know right there you're walking right of the riff we got the croak madame right there to get your uh, day start get your protein and rock That's on right. um okay another thing i want to ask you about which we have another uh dvc here in the chat it looks like uh giving some props to the riviera scott Gardner, yes. <laughs> co-host of the show um you got and he he came in right at the right time because I want to ask you about the moonlight magic event which is one of those DVC nighttime yes. events this dude that's Scott loves these things when he goes to Oh LA. yeah He FaceTimes me every time, like, look at how many Mickey bars I have. I'm like, dude, it's like midnight. Go easy. I I want you to make it. (laughs) Because, I mean, he's having a good time. There's like, I bet on Space Mountain, you know, five times. I'm like, you are killing it. But what were your thoughts on Moonlight Magic? Because I love the DVC members get these parties.
1: Oh, man. So we got lucky that it just happened to be the week that it was our first Welcome Home. And it was, yeah, it was incredible. All the I, I love the Mickey bars. I don't know why everyone <laughs> says they're overrated. I don't even care. They taste better because you're there. <laughs> you yeah, okay? got that right. Um, but the snack credits were kind of a cool thing too. Uh, we went to Docking Bay 7 and that dessert that they have there was you could use as a snack credit. I was like, oh yes, this is this is definitely what I'm getting. Um, Lauren goes. You like that thing? She does not like chocolate like I do. If there's like one thing, sweets-wise, I love is chocolate. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, so I I really enjoy that dessert. Uh, and she wanted to wait in line to try and get one of the uh, lunchbox tarts. There, uh, I think it's a Woody's yep. lunchbox, right? Yeah. Yep. That line never went down, so we, we just had to pass that up. I'm like, let's let's use it on something else. But the the waits times were amazing meeting the the characters were so much fun because you get to see characters that you know are more rare um that you don't get to see all the time and um and they're dressed different too. some of them like uh, we got to see uh, daisy and she had like this beautiful almost looked like bell and then donald had his little top hat and coat um, but the interactions I feel are so much better than during the daytime because you have a little bit extra time, you know, it's not kind of a push. All right. We need to get the next people in. We need to get the next people in. Um, I thought that was one of the coolest things there. Uh, and that's actually for some reason that night was the first time I ever saw Fantasmic phantasmic as well. My Lauren's like, Oh, you got to watch this show. Cause she's seen it. I've never seen it before. Um, and that just added to the spectacular, uh, niss if that's a word <laughs> of that night and uh, it just felt cool to to feel like you were like number one even though all those other people were there you kind of felt personal like you are number one Um and we're throwing this for you
0: yeah yeah I, I agree I mean that's it's one of those things where when you're at Walt Disney World there's so many times during the day you know you go to the parks and you're just you feel like you're one of a million you know just during a regular day at the studios or at Epcot or you know what have you typhoon lagoon but when you go to a mickey's not so scary halloween party or christmas party or like moonlight magic or what have you one of these hard ticket events it it kind of feels a little vip right it's it's a smaller crowd plus it's at night and you know I, i i i will always stand by this all the parks are better at night one it's not so hot you know the the lights are on the lights give especially at the studios the studios is gorgeous at night and i think it just feels better and I, first view of Fantasmic. I love that show. Did, oh, did it did, did it blow you away? Did you
1: like it? Oh yeah, it was incredible. I, for all these years I've gone, I'm like, this thing's been here the whole time. It, it's a lot of work. And <laughs> I it's had hidden no back. idea I mean,
0: that stadium. You, you would swear you've walked like you know off property. Like by the time you get there, like right. man, where are they marching us to? Because <laughs> we run through well, that I, like for the races. Like man, this thing is not in the park.
1: <laughs> this right, thing is right. Far. So we, I've been on both came to come over to uh hollywood studios i didn't even see that it's so <laughs> well hidden i was like where in the world where how do you not see this <laughs> anywhere yeah and it's big <laughs> it and it's a huge. lot of people yeah it's like
0: it's not like a little uh you know 500 seater or something that it, it holds thousands
1: uh anyway right. so I think the only thing they could do better with that area is just the flow of getting people out. Oh, that amen.
0: Was- oh my gosh. Hang on. i got to give you ding on that one. That is the <laughs> two. that and they need to ban the wave. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, Yes. It's not 1989. It's not the Cardinals playoff game. Let's go. Come on. We don't need, we don't need the wave. Uh, okay. A couple of things I want to ask you about. So you also got to go to um, during this trip, you got to do the, speaking of exclusive events, was is one of the newer things that have been added over the last like 18 months, those evening hours that are exclusive to deluxe resort guests. You did that at the Magic Kingdom. So yes. did you feel kind of the same way when you went over there? Minus you had to pay for your own Mickey bars there. It's kind of a shame. Right, but. you have to pay, your own, pay for your own <laughs> Mickey so, But how was that?
1: So that, that was also incredible. So my wife, what was kind of cool about that is, you know, with Tron being so new, they have the two open times during the day to try and get on it well if you were at that event they opened a third spot to get on it so we were able to ride that at night man was it that was so incredible and uh you know brian and i actually spoke about that ride i know it has a lot of flack um a lot of people say it's too short but that thing is so fast i can understand why it's short like it seems long like if you if you look around inside while you're on it there's a lot of track in there, but It's moving so quick. <laughs> uh, I think that's just the thing. It, it's going to feel short because you're moving so fast and before you know, it's over. But I thought it was incredible. I... The the launch was amazing and the, the seating position. I'm a bigger guy. I know a lot of people have complained about the seats, but I, I was so comfortable on it. I didn't feel the bars behind my knees and I'm six, two and a half. So I'm pretty tall as well. And, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait to go back and get on it again. Yeah.
0: I, I feel it is. It is short. It's on the shorter side, but I mean, again, I, I get, I get, I cannot do guardians cause I get motion sickness. I can't do flight okay. of passage. So I get where everybody says it's too short. I understand, but it's the perfect length for this old dude. Like, dude, oh, yeah. I, like I don't need it to be another two minutes cause that would put me over the edge. So, so I understand. I, I'm not
1: the biggest roller coaster person. It's funny you say that. Um, but I actually do like guardians. Why? I have no idea. Oh, I just ended up no, liking it, but I think but everybody, my I wife, get it.
0: it's a, it's an awesome attraction. Like it's got it right. all. It's just, it's, it's got too much for this dude. Like, but I understand, <laughs> I get it. It's a great attraction.
1: Yeah. Well, what's funny about my wife is cause I'll psych myself out from doing something and listening to everybody scream as the thing launches. I'm like, they give you plenty of time to uh, listen to that. And uh, she's like, just think, you know, if, if you like it, cool. If not. It's only like sixty-seven seconds. No big deal. No, <laughs> like, no. Well, there's one way to look at it. <laughs> no,
0: because I because I went down when they opened it for the social media event. We could ride it as much as we wanted for six hours. I wrote it one time and I said, "No, I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> like you can ride this for the night, you know, until six o'clock tonight. It was like you know, twelve three. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just gonna go ride El Rio del Tiempo or something, <laughs> or you know, soaring. <laughs> I'm fine. So yeah, I did it once. Did the video, whatever I was supposed to do, and then so we went back a few weeks ago with our family. Family, Scott's family, my family were there, and I'm like, okay, I'll ride it with my wife and my two girls. They wanted to ride it, and Scott's like, dude, you'll be fine. It would you you psyched yourself out last time? It was all in your head. I was like, okay, fine, we'll ride it together. <laughs> I'm telling you what, that thing shot off backwards within like a tenth of a second. The the um, one way or another song was playing. Tenth of a second, I'm like, nope, this was not in my head. I'm about to puke again. <laughs> What did I do? So I'm just like, how long is this song? And I this song, and I'm thinking, oh, this is like the extended mix. Like this is the longest five yeah. minutes of my life because I, I'm always, everybody's like, Tron's too short, but Guardians is the right length. It's longer. So the whole time in my head, I'm thinking, everybody says, oh, Guardians is longer. I'm like, why can't this be the shorter ride that everybody complains about? Right. I just want to be off this thing right now. It's, it feels like we're going through that corkscrew 9,000 times. We're like, please, let right. me up. Yeah, but I get it. It took it's me fine.
1: getting on that ride four times to finally get a picture with my eyes open because every time <laughs> it launches backwards, I shut my eyes. So I'm like, oh, here we go.
0: I just look down. I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. So I like, it, it got me again.
1: I just knew immediately. it's was like, it got me.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. You also went to Typhoon Lagoon. It says here in the notes. I meant to yes. go there because we were there a couple weeks ago and I was going to go to one of the night things over at Typhoon Lagoon, but we just didn't make it. So what'd you think yes. about uh, going over Typhoon Lagoon?
1: Um, I'll say that in one second. One, one thing I want to add to the oh, extended hours that my wife was able to get was uh, seven dwarves, which we've ridden so many times, but she got it at the time when the fireworks went off. Ah, oh, nice. And literally right when we came out of the first tunnel, right when it goes, the first firework went off. And that was the coolest experience. Like if you can try and time it, to the show, if you don't want to watch the fireworks, try and time getting on that ride. Um, if you're using a fast pass to when the fireworks go, because that was the most incredible ride I've ever been on. Like, I don't even remember the ride itself, I just kept looking up the entire time. It was so cool. That's just luck, though. I mean, I'll never yeah, time that
0: because there's too many variables, but you, yeah. got, you got it, though. That's exactly yeah, That it. happened to me one time on uh Splash Mountain. I was coming over the oh, wow, like the, the big drop. And like Uh fireworks over the castle. I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) 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 I mean, it was really cool, but that like one second, I was like, that was unreal. Yeah. Um, But
1: Typhoon Lagoon, yeah, that was our first time there as well. Wow. I don't understand how uh, those water parks aren't used more. I know a lot of people think they're small compared to the rest of the stuff that's around Orlando, Um, but still very Disney from the theming was incredible the food was actually pretty good too and um but that i think for me though was that that wave pool we went on a lot of rides there and had a great time but i could have stayed in that wave pool all day i had no idea it was going to be that big um I, i mean absolutely massive we're standing there i'm thinking you know how big can it be and when you hear it, it just sounds like something drops, I guess, because I have no well, idea. The wave,
0: that wave work. is a killer yeah. wave. I mean, I've, I've, because we used to go there when I was younger, lost two pair of sunglasses to that. And I almost lost my oldest daughter to that wave one time. Like, oh, she just got no. blasted and I couldn't find her. That wave is no joke. I don't know if they oh, tamed yeah. it down a little bit, but man, that thing used to just blast people. And I'm a big I dude. I, don't I, know I used if to it's get take down.
1: It's huge. It is huge. Because <laughs> when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, there is no way this thing is this big You just
0: hear, you just hear. I just remember back in there, you'd hear, oh. and then you just hear everybody.
1: Ah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, but I had the best, but I swear it felt like it beat you up so much. Yes, like you stay in there for five to ten minutes. You're like, okay, let's go take a nap on the lazy river. Like,
0: <laughs> go get do some donut holes. Yes,
1: yes. Oh yeah, we tried those. I had no idea that was a thing too. And my wife's really into finding out if we're going to do something. uh, What's it known for? And she's like, oh, we got to try the donuts." Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's why you go
1: there. (laughs) Yeah. They were good. Very good. That's awesome.
0: All right. A couple other things because we're running a little short on time. I'll make sure we get this in. A couple dining places uh, that you went to that are really, uh, we got to talk about these because people might want to go here soon. You guys went to Cape May over at uh, Beach Club. What would you think of that?
1: Oh, I thought it was fantastic. It was our first time going there. Um, the buffet was great. All the seafood was extremely fresh. Um, and I, I love seafood. I opted not to try the crab legs this time. I know it is a, a upcharged option and I like crab legs, but, uh, probably next time I'll get them. But this time there was just so much to try. I'm like, eh, let me, let's go through it for the first time and try everything yeah, that's on I've, the actual buffet now. Well,
0: you're DVC, right? You're going to be coming back right. for 30 years. You got to have something new next time. That's smart.
1: You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what they had in general, just on their normal buffet, I felt like it was more than enough. I was just surprised to see how much different seafood they had and how much they fresh, freshly steam right in front of you. Uh, I think that was one of the coolest parts too. I'm like, Ooh, fresh, fresh mussels, Cool. You just did them right now. Let's, I want to eat some. Um, uh, no, my wife tends to, sh- she'll eat all the shrimps you can eat, but mussels and clams, oysters, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> my wife won't even walk past cape may cafe that's how much she hates my whole family hates seafood except for me so. oh <laughs> like when we go to beach when we go over anywhere over like storm along bay it's like they just they just can't even hardly walk past that place i'm like oh we should go there someday oh. i'm like they they have other stuff besides seafood like I, they can't get past the smell so i'm Don't out of luck it. i know you're lucky I, <laughs> I had a really good breakfast there during covid it was super cheap and, and uh oh but now it's gone back up. Anyway, another place you guys went storybook dining over at Wilderness Lodge. Artist point. Yes. Yes. We rarely was... talk about this, but when we do, everybody raves about it. So yes. it, did it live up to the hype for you guys too?
1: It did. I felt like it took forever to try and get reservations there. It, it, I literally booked it. As soon as I saw finally an opening, it just randomly popped up. I didn't even call her to be like, do you want it? I just hit it. I'm like, yes. Yes, because if I wait maybe five minutes, it might not be there anymore. Um, but, yes, that lived up to the hype. That The meal itself um, was incredible. Um, the way they bring your little appetizers first, they're all kind of included with your entree, and then you get a des- all the desserts uh, included. I really like the layout for it. Um, but being able to meet, like, Grumpy and Dopey and Snow White – Uh, I swear my wife was about to be in tears with Dopey. She thinks he's just the cutest thing (laughs) on the face of the planet. Um, And then she was going to be in tears from Grumpy by laughing because he just walks up with his big grumpy face. uh, I thought it was hysterical. And then meeting the queen was funny. Um, I wish I could remember what Lauren asked her, but I do remember her question was like, what an awfully dumb thing to ask the queen and I was like why'd you ask her that I wish I could remember that I tried remembering before the show and I just cannot think of it Um, It, it'll
0: come to you like right after we're done it happens every show I'm like I should have said that but too late edited uploaded we're done
1: (laughs) right (laughs) yeah but we had the, the the meal the service was great the theming was beautiful and we were there at night too so you really got to see the lights that they string in the trees and um, how they change, whether if it's the evil queen, it's, you know, a different color. If it's Dopey, it's a different color and snow white and grumpy. Um, super cool theming. It really, I can't wait to go back, actually. we That's a definite plan to go to again. It's one of
0: the few places I still have not gone to. I need to make that happen. It's because I go down for races and marathon weekend. I'd love to go there because I run the Dopey <laughs> Challenge every year. But all the Dopey mm-hmm. runners go there to get their picture with Dopey with their medals. And so it's like you think it's hard to get any other oh, time yeah, of year. I can year it's imagine. impossible to get over a marathon weekend it's like because uh, runners are like obsessive about ADRs and I'm not so much and so yeah I yeah. was on those okay final place Rose and Crown yes. I found because I you know I'm not a real I, I will eat a lot of stuff but I don't like seek out like I'm not a foodie but if <laughs> put in front uh-huh. of me I'll try it I went on a tour one time in Epcot it was called Undiscovered World Showcase mm-hmm. and we had lunch there and they gave us the scotch egg like we 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 ate yes. in there and they gave us that scotch egg thing. Oh, That thing was yes. super good. I I had no idea what one was, but they you know they threw in front of me and I was starving, so I was like, bring it on, man! Thing was rocking. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if you had a scotch egg there, but I love like yes. I love that like pub feel that place, the Dark Woods. It, I want to get back. I've only eaten there once, and it one time we did a fireworks package on the patio, which was fine. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a fan of that place. What about you?
1: Oh yeah, we. It was fantastic. So I got the bangers and mash. My wife got the shepherd's pie, which it's like a trough of food. They gave her so much food. Um, I'm like, how are we going to go? Actually, we ended up going back to the hotel early that night because it's such a heavy meal. Oh, yeah. Um, again, these are the meals that you go to Disney for. You don't do it in everyday life that's because you, <laughs> you just have a heart attack. Um, but, yeah, scotch egg, that's that's a, what an idea. Here's a, here's a boiled egg. Let's wrap it in sausage, bread it and deep fry it, serve it with some stone ground mustard. What an amazing thing. Thank you. Our friends Um, across the pond, (laughs) right? (laughs) But one thing we didn't obviously know about that place is a piano player came in and started playing Disney tunes and just having a great time. And when we left to kind of cap it off and I was Again, talking to Brian about this, I had no idea that there was live music in the UK. And I heard a band. I'm like, where the heck is that music coming from? And it was that little, uh,
0: that little gazebo back there in the corner. Gazebo, right? that's yeah. what
1: it's called. Yeah, that little gazebo. So we go back there and we hung out for like until they were done. I I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It was a little rock band playing some of the famous rock music from the UK. Uh, they had the Who and obviously the Beatles. And I I was like beyond excited i had no idea they had music and i love you know the classic rock bands like that so i had the best time uh, to a great meal being able to go out and listen to uh, uk music i thought it was incredible
0: and you know what that saves a night in epcot especially when you have because like, there's, there's so many places in epcot where you can have like a heavy meal like i've gone to beer garden and it that's a buffet, oh, yeah that's a buffet of like meats and <laughs> yes but on top of the meats they have really good desserts. So then yeah. like you have all these like sausages and then like potatoes and stuff. And then like you just pile on brownies and stuff. So you're just like, you just want you don't even want to walk out of the place. You're so full. Right. But the way you can save it is you really don't want to go ride test track. But going and listening, but going and watching live entertainment throughout World Showcase—that is a way to save the night. Like you said, listen to live music in the UK. Maybe see some the juggler in Italy if he's still around. You know, like that. You know, that is one of those things. And you're now that you're DVC, you go back. It's I think, and you know, our fans tend to go multiple times a year. A lot of folks listen to our show, lucky enough to get to do that. I think that we've discovered that. It's not so much about that, you know, seventy third ride on Soren at this point. It's about sitting on a bench with, you know, a Coke Zero or your favorite yep. drink or what have you, and just enjoying the environment, listening to a background loop, watching, you know, live shows, and just right. taking in the environment. I think you know that's kind of what you're pointing out. You know, you can have a good meal, live entertainment, and you know, call mm-hmm. it a night. That's a good
1: night. And that's that's why EPCOT. And I'll throw it out there right now. EPCOT's been my favorite part. For a while, because of that, you can have a cool meal from a different country and you can relax. You're not rushing to try and get to that next ride. You know, you can go into different stores again, watch entertainers. Um, that juggler in Italy's day, <laughs> I love him. Yeah,
0: the whistle. Uh, <laughs> doop, doop,
1: doop. Yep. <laughs> My wife saw him for the first time actually on our last trip. She had never seen him before. I'm like, oh, you got to watch this guy. He's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, I love I love Epcot. That'll that'll probably probably forever be my favorite part because again, I'm in I'm in food and beverage. So what a better park for someone like me. Absolutely.
0: Well, Philip, we're just about out of time, but I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on our show and start the week. This is a great way to kick it off. Virtual trip to Walt Disney World. And uh hope you're not a stranger. Hope we can do this again because you'll be down there quite a bit. And maybe we'll cross paths at Epcot or even oh, better, yeah. over at Primo Piatto sometime. We'll have to Oh, absolutely! A, a for, okay? You don't have to point. talk me into that one. No, I'll see you there. Well, hey, thanks again for coming on the show. Great to meet you today.
1: And Great to meet you. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Don't forget our podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel. We're standing by this week to help you plan a magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney Vacation to swing by the site over at themagicforless.com. While you're there, fill out that free no obligation quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Always get you the best deal possible. And here's the best part. Absolutely no cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's be our guest slash Amazon and a huge thank you to our patrons. You guys support all these shows. We put out three, four, sometimes even five shows a week, and we can only do that with your support. So thanks to everybody who supports us over there. You can support us starting at just $5 a month for all these shows and You'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over, join us, patreon.com slash podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at beourguestmike. Would love to talk to you this week. And finally, join us on Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll have the live show, the BOGP open line, where you can call in, be a part of the show, talk about the Disney news of the week, share a mini trip report. Just, you know, what's on your mind? We open up the phone lines and turn the show over to you. So join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch on Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be waiting to take your call. Scott joins me for that show as well. One final request, if you don't mind, subscribe to the show wherever you get our podcast. whether it's Apple Podcasts on your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Google Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher's gone away. It went away this week. I can't believe that. That's how long we've been around. Whenever you listen to the show, give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that as well. That helps other people find our show. So please do that if you can this week. All right, we're going to jump out of here and wish you a great Monday. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So for Philip down in Atlanta, I'm Mike here in Missouri, you guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.